welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 111 of the Drewcast. I'm excited tonight, guys, because Star Wars Celebration just happened, and me and my disembodied voice, we are going to break down some of the biggest news from this weekend. We're also going to review the Mario movie together, so I'm excited. For people on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, please come to the YouTube video, because like always, you're going to miss out on some key pictures or key memes that I end up posting so um yeah but Justin I'm excited bro because obviously I'm a huge Star Wars nerd I'm a huge just like Star Wars head in general Star Wars has been a little shaky lately I'm not gonna lie bro there's been a lot of like divisiveness in the Star Wars community you're not really which sucks because if you were part of like the community like how I'm deep into it right pause but (laughs) You, I would, I would want to hear your take on it. Cause have is there like a fandom that you think you're a part of that's like really toxic that you could compare it to? No, not off the top of my head. No. Well, let's just say you're lucky that you're not a part of this toxic fandom. But I'm, I'm here today to try to, to try to bring some love and some joy back into Star Wars because it's missing it from the fan side. So, like I said, welcome back, guys. It is episode 111. If you haven't already, last week I did a say what's real episode with my friend Aljane. I think it's a fire episode, by the way, on Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, everybody's showing love. So I want to I want to thank you guys for that. And yeah, so to start off, before I get into Star Wars Celebration, because that did take place in Europe uh, this past weekend, I want to talk about Star Wars Visions, right? So Star Wars Visions, uh, uh, the second season is coming out. They've released the trailer. Basically, uh, Lucasfilm allows a bunch of studios to make, you know, anime episodes and animated episodes based on Star Wars. They're not usually anything in like the canon world. Like a lot of them are disconnected from like the main storylines. A lot of them are different, right? I don't know if you saw the trailer, Justin, but it got me thinking, right? So one of the biggest anime studios ever, so Studio Ghibli, I feel like it's time. It's time to give them a goddamn Star Wars movie, bro. It would be so perfect, in my opinion. Even like, let's just say Harry Potter, right? Imagine like Harry Potter or like a Star Wars movie and Studio Ghibli like like style. I think they'd kill it, dude. I think they'd kill it. And honestly, I'm going to say it right now. If Studio Ghibli does a Star Wars movie or they even, let's just say a show, but like we're going to stick with the movie, right? If Studio Ghibli did a movie, I want it to be The Old Republic, bro. Me and you played that video game when we were kids, Knights of the Old Republic 2. And Studio Ghibli in the Old Republic, bro, that would be so fantastic, dude. Right? The reason I'm pumped is because I loved I've loved season one of Visions. Season one was amazing. So I saw the trailer to season two. It already looks really good. I'm gonna check it out. There was an episode that I saw. There was a scene from the trailer where it kind of looked like Wallace and Gromit. So that one was like, oh yeah, cool. Like, you know, let's see see where they take that episode, right? So big news coming out of celebration. There's a lot, and we're gonna get into the meat and bones of this of the movies. So the so Lucasfilm is getting back into the movies, right? They haven't had a movie in theater since 2019 with the Rise of Skywalker. So, and again, that movie was really divisive, right? Because you had the Last Jedi, which again, when I was leaving the theater with you, bro, and and I just like felt like this overwhelming like what what did I just watch? Right. So Rise of Skywalker wasn't as bad, but still Rise of Skywalker was pretty fucking bad, bro. I mean, I'll still watch it and stuff because like I love Star Wars and like there was tidbits in the movie that I really enjoyed. But like you could just tell that like they didn't plan anything. 
and everything was just thrown together last minute and they kind of proved it when they would do interviews afterwards right so starting off and i think this is going to be the first movie they release because they're aiming for a 2025 release date they're going to do a movie featuring ray so ray ray is going to come back and it's going to be about her rebuilding the jedi order and that should be a 2025 release movie it's going to take place post uh, rise of skywalker a lot of people don't like this bro i mean and and if you're not someone who likes the sequels you won't like this right i kind of don't like it if they do what i want them to do or what i hope they do i really think they can redeem ray and these sequels characters they can redeem finn you know john boyega was like pretty pissed off with lucasfilm about like how his character was handled and I would be too, bro. Like they shrunk him on the poster when he was going overseas to like, you know, the Asian markets. And like they just kind of, they kind of fumbled his character. And so I hope they bring John Boyega back. Let's get Finn as a Jedi. Bring Adam Driver back. You know, I think they should just go forward and bring, that's kind of how you could technically rewrite the sequels. You're not going to like fully rewrite it. But if you bring Adam Driver back, you bring John Boyega back. You get like good writers who understand Star Wars and they give Rey a good story. And it's not just like one of the things, though, that I didn't understand was they said like the Jedi are in disarray 15 years later. Bro, it took them 15 years. I, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, can we please make it make sense? Right. Right. And I, if, as long as they can just make a good story and they, and they stick to that, this movie can't succeed. Now, if they're going to hire people who pander and everything has to be like a virtue signal, then this movie won't do good and it sucks. Because Daisy Ridley and them don't deserve that. Like, it's not Daisy Ridley's fault that the the writing sucks, right? So I'm going to reserve my judgment for for when the movie comes out so I could watch it. But I don't think you were really into the sequel trilogy, were you, Justin? Like, you watched it with me in theaters, but I don't think you were really, like... It didn't really resonate no, not with you. So much. I don't think anything... Other star wars related other than the movies we watched when we were kids oh the is prequel. she the first person to like be the the main character in two sets of trilogies yeah i think uh ooh, you because i mean anakin was but not the same not hated christensen yeah i don't even know if this will be a trilogy trilogies. this is just a one-off movie and hopefully if it does good they'll do a sequel i think mm -hmm. they did that on purpose bro like, let's say they announce a trilogy and the first movie doesn't do good, right? Yeah. So a lot of people are mad because they wanted to see Luke re rebuild the Jedi Order. That was something that Luke did in the old EU and like the the extended universe before Disney bought it. Luke did that, right? So I understand why people would be frustrated with that, right? You know, when they have Kathleen Kennedy, like the force is female and like the force is for everybody, bro. Okay. It, it doesn't matter if you're male or female. It doesn't matter. The force is for everybody. So the fact that like... Like, if so, if Kathleen Kennedy said, like, the force is male, that's not, bro. No, it's not, bro. It's for everybody. So I just don't like when they get writers who, like, virtue signal the fuck out of everything. Right? Like, one of the actresses who's playing in the show Acolyte, bro, she, on stage, at, at Celebration, she's literally talking about how Star Wars is patriarchal. Like, bro, no, it's not, bro. Like, Star Wars isn't patriarchal. I mean, kind of, no. Darth Vader is a guy. Darth Sidious is a guy. Or Emperor Palpatine. I think a guy. it kind of gives disservice to like Padme, Leia, 
It gives the service to Mon Mothma. Huh? Huh? Weren't the people above her dudes? You mean like the, her superiors or like no. you mean like people like actors? The, in the, the characters. Story. I would... You mean like in like ranking? Yeah. Weren't those two like alien fucking guys above her? Oh, oh, you mean uh, Padme? It, who'd you just say? I said Padme and Leia. Yeah, weren't well. I don't know about her backstory, but wasn't Padme? Weren't the two alien like? Oh, the the god the ooh, the sun. Yeah, weren't they? Above they her? weren't above her. She was the queen in a boo, but like they were like from the Trade Federation trying to take over her uh, planet. I don't know. But I mean, off that, bro, I'm excited for I the movie. It's patriarchal, but I mean, but it's just the like coolest characters are dudes. But that's can, the right reason, bro. You can kind of understand why people would be mad because the girl who's who's the showrunner for the Acolyte. She just says stuff like, oh, like a lot of these writers that I got don't even have never even watched Star Wars. I just wanted to make a diverse writing room. That's a huge red flag, bro. It's always going to be a red flag to me. Like, that's not that's not something that like people want to hear. Like, hey, I got someone who doesn't even know your lore, but because they're fucking trans black, it's fine. Right, and I'm like, it's like, no, bro. Like, can you uh, can you just get someone who knows about Star Wars, bro? It makes a good movie. But off that, my guy Dave Filoni. I always tell you, listen about this guy. He is, he's under, he's next to George Lucas for me, bro. When it comes to people that you should definitely trust when it comes to making Star Wars and people who understand Star Wars, Dave Filoni. Now you've never seen the Avatar, the Last Ember, the Airbender, the Last Airbender, but he he made, and I think it was like in season one and two. He was like the writer and like like behind a lot of those episodes and directed them. So Dave Filoni is when it comes to animated shows, like he's the the reason the Clone Wars animated show was such a success. The show Rebels, The Mandalorian, like a, the new show Ahsoka that we're gonna talk about later in the episode. I mean, he bro, he's he's the real deal. He's getting his own movie. They're saying that the movie's gonna wrap up all the Disney Plus television shows, right? So you're like, you know, Mando, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, Boba, the Book of Boba Fett, and whatever they, whatever else they make that goes into this Mandoverse, the movie's gonna be the culmination of it. So, one of the things though, right, that kind of had me worried a little bit is because I think his movie's gonna be Heir to the Empire, right, which is based on like the Thrawn books from like the nineties. And I I really hope that he could adapt it well enough to where people aren't super mad. Because those books, Justin, I'm going to tell you, they were some of the best books I have ever read, bro. I'm not just talking Star Wars either. Like, The Heir to the Empire is by far some of the best material I've ever read. I mean, the way they wrote Thrawn is like, it's genius, bro. Like, this guy wasn't a Force user, right? This guy wasn't like the Sith he wasn't like the emperor and like Vader. Like this guy would just outsmart you. And like the the way they wrote it and the way the book was made. I mean, it got me into Star Wars books. I, I don't, it, I can remember the day and everything. I remember, do you remember when our stepdad Travis brought home like hella Star Wars books from like his grandma's like book collection? Yeah. That's how it started. And then I remember I got grounded one summer. And and I always tell that grounded one summer story, which is true. I really literally got grounded one summer. And the first fucking book I pick up is Heir to the Empire. And from that moment going forward, bro, like that is my sequel trilogy. And a lot of people actually share that sentiment, bro. So, I mean, I I think that's what his movie is going to be. 
And I I have a lot of hope for this guy. It's his first uh, movie that he's going to be directing like, like this big on this big of a scale. So I, I, I hope everybody turns out for it because he deserves it, bro. Like he, he, the Mandalorian show is awesome. Ahsoka looks awesome. And if you guys support this movie and it ends up doing good, like Dave's going to get more movies in the future. And you want someone like Dave to be directing these movies. You don't want somebody who was just hired for a diversity. You don't want someone that was hired just for diversity and doesn't know Star Wars, right? We need people who understand this. And he's he's the guy. He's the guy. The, the third movie, and this isn't an order. I think they, I think they announced these differently. But James Mangold, bro, you know who that is? He's a very, very popular director. He's made he's made a lot of movies that you've probably watched, bro. But yeah, he's going to be making a movie called Dawn of the Jedi, which basically takes place at the beginning. Like this is going to be thousands and thousands of years before the Skywalker saga. And it's basically, he kind of compared it to like a biblical type of movie. Like it's he he's it's like the birth of the force, right? Like the birth of the Jedi, the birth of the force. We're gonna see how it all started. That's actually really fascinating because they've never touched on that in the new canon. And you're not gonna be held back to like the Skywalker saga. You're not gonna be held and constrained with like you can't do this because of this. Like this is literally the beginning. I've never seen any of his movies. Name some of them. Indiana Jones in the dial of the... It's the one that's about to come out. You ever so seen Logan? Or didn't he do Logan? Never seen Logan. Okay. He's at Ford vs. Ferrari. Never seen it. Wolverine from 2013. Never seen it. Copland. 310 to Yuma. Walk the Line. Oh, Walk the Line's fire, bro. I've never seen it. That's fire, uh, Night and Day, Identity, Kate and Leopold. I'm just like scrolling. I never heard of shit. Oh, he did Greatest Showman. I've seen that. Okay. Greatest Showman's actually hella fire. So does that excite you that he's going to be doing Dawn of the Jedi? I mean, he's literally. I mean, I'm assuming those movies are like nothing alike, but. But he, I mean, but we know that and he's. Greatest Showman's a musical. Yeah, like but the other ones. Musical. Well, because you haven't seen the other ones. Never mind, you haven't seen the other ones. But, but at the same time, he's doing the Swamp Thing for DC right now too. So he has his plateful, but I, bro, I mean, from the sounds of it, he's playing in a in an era where like they haven't touched it, right? The beginning. That sounds fire, bro. The birth of the force, the birth of all that. Like, you can go so many ways and, like, you're not constrained by anything. There is no empire at this time. Like, they literally should just make it that. Like, the birth of the force, the birth of the Jedi. Like, you know, maybe, like, everybody starts off good at first. And then, like, it's kind of like, I would almost make it like the Bible, bro. Like, how, like, Lucifer was the one that was, like, hey, like, starts questioning everything and they cast him out. And, like, he ends up being, like, the first Sith or the first dark side user because he was casted out from, like, the Jedi society. Bro, that would be kind of fire. And he did say it was on some biblical shit, bro. And that kind of sounds like something that you could play with, right? So, earlier, I brought up the Ahsoka show. The trailer did come out. It looked so good, bro. You shared it. And did you watch it, though? Could, no. No, okay. I just shared it because it showed up on my... Well, good thing you shared it because the second I woke up that one morning, I opened up my phone. And I'm like, oh, my God. But I watched it. It looks good. I mean, bro, it looks good. We're getting basically rebels in live action. And she, she, they, obviously we know Thrawn's going to be the villain or like the bad guy of the show. But when she says the words heir to the empire, bro, a lot of people are excited. But, but then again, a lot of people are like, oh, because 
the main question after watching this trailer, which was amazing, by the way, was can you like can you adapt Heir to the Empire without Luke, Han, and Leia? And I don't think you can. Bro, and if if they don't have Luke, Han, and Leia, or Luke, or some form of the original three in this new adaption, you're going to have a lot of people who are mad, bro. Even if it's and even if it ends up being hella good, people will still be angry. And I, I feel bad because like Dave, I feel like Dave wants to do a lot of cool things because Dave Filoni's the showrunner for Ahsoka and because he basically created her. I feel bad for him because I feel like he wants to do a lot of cool things, but like I feel like Kathleen Kennedy and them kind of like tie his hand sometimes, right? So I hope he surprises everybody and Luke Han and Leia are in this because if they are, you're gonna have a lot of people who you you will probably have some of the biggest Star Wars turnout ever. If like after the Ahsoka show going into his movie, if you have any of those people in it. I mean, and I'm and I'm not even talking about like what do they do now when like they show like the young Luke? It's like they like it's like CGI, but what is it called? When they make them look like younger, it's like what there's a word for aging. Yeah, don't de age, bro. Recast. I think it's time to recast, bro. Childish Gambino still out there. Get him for Lando because he plays Lando. Oh, yeah, yeah, bro. He Lando. He would be the perfect age for the like in the Mando verse, Justin. Yeah, uh, that timeline takes place after Episode Six, which is like a couple years after the Emperor gets killed on the second Death Star. I mean, Childish Gambino is right around the age where you can fit a Lando in there. You could fit the guy who did a uh, solo right up in there. Get Sebastian Stan as Luke because he literally looks like Mark Hamill. Get fucking Carrie Fisher's daughter to play Leia. Bro, I mean, like, just recast. She act? She's been in Star Wars before. Oh. And I think she did a... I'm not sure how many seasons of American Horror Story she did, but she was in that show too. I mean, why not, bro? Get Carrie, Fisher, get Carrie Fisher's daughter to play it. Let's just go on. With, let's, get, let's move it forward, bro. And I think it's time to be cast. I mean, at the end of the day, these are important characters to Star Wars. And it's almost like what they did with the Black Panther, bro. Like, Black Panther's a huge character in Marvel lore. And instead of just recasting T'Challa, they're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to not have him. How about no, bro? Like, I, I'm pretty sure the actors know that these characters are bigger than themselves. Right? And, like, just recast. So... You know, speaking of Mando, because we've been talking about the Mandoverse, I watched episode seven last night, bro. And where was this all season, dog? Where, like, I don't understand how hard it is for people. Like, watch, like, watch this. When I watch House of the Dragon, when I watch Game of Thrones, shows like that, it feels like every episode's a banger. But for some reason with the Mando, like with Mandalorian season three, and even in season two, I feel like sometimes there was just episodes that were just like plain filler, right? Because in this season and the previous episode, which would be episode six, like what the fuck is Lizzo doing? What? And I'm sorry. Yeah, what was she like? What was her? It literally about? just looked like Lizzo, like cosplaying. Like it wasn't, she wasn't an alien. She wasn't nothing. No, like I'm asking you, like you watched the episode. What was, what was she? So when, uh, when Din Djarin and Bo-Katan go to, they're going to go like recruit more more Mandalorians for their cause to like retake Mandalore. They go to this planet that her that her group's on, and before they can even get to her group, uh, the people who run that planet wanted to meet them and like talk to them, you know. And it was like, a, hey, do this for us, and then we'll allow you to go there, right? 
So when they walk into this big room, there's like a bunch of aliens eating like food and like just having like a kind of like a kind of one of those things like, oh, we're eating and talking. And then Jack Black and her at the end of the table. And like, it's like, it's Jack Black. I said this about Black Adam. Remember how it was just, it was just like the rock in the hood just standing there like this. And that's what I felt like watching this, bro. Like Chris, you know, the guy uh, from Back to the Future, like Moody. Yeah. Like he was in that episode too. He's still alive. Yeah, apparently. You know what I mean? I think it's Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Christopher Lloyd was in that episode. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, like I, I think Star Wars doesn't need celebrity cameo cameos, bro. Like when you, bro, the second he's eighty four. That's, that's crazy. I mean, I mean, rest. He, I mean, respect, bro. Respect. I mean, honest to God, respect. But like, the second they pan that camera over, I, I knew it was Lizzo. You could just fucking tell, bro. I, the second you see her, what is Lizzo doing? You know why they? So I saw the picture of her in that episode. I sent it, and um, I think you kind of can't do anything to her without like stripping her of her identity. Yeah. And then at that point, you might as well not even have Lizzo in there. Yeah, you're right. What about Jack you, Black like, though? If you make her look like an alien or do anything crazy to like where she looks unrecognizable everyone's going to be like, who is that? Or you're not going to know who it... They want you to know it's Lizzo because it's... What's they the had to have known right? they were going to get that response, though, bro. This yeah, is ass. This is why Lucasfilm, I feel like a lot of them are out of touch, right? They know they have a reputation of, like, hiring people who pander and, like, social justice warrior type people. And, and then they go, hey, uh, we're going to bring this director on, and uh, she won an Oscar for a feminist short film. It's like they just seem really out of touch with their fan base, bro. And if you look at these conventions, I'm not trying to be rude here because there's pictures, right? But you look at these conventions, bro. Majority of these fans are like white, nerdy males. That's not to say that there's not black fans and female fans. And there clearly is, right? Mm -hmm. But like, I think they're out of touch with like the people who are putting money into this. That's just my opinion. Now, that doesn't mean like they can't put Lizzo in Star Wars. And I don't want to be that guy that's like, because I probably sound like a huge hater right now. I get it. I probably sound like a huge fucking hater. But imagine like Breaking Bad or like House of the Dragon and Lizzo's just like, hello, Queen Daenerys. It's like, yeah, we know it's you, Lizzo. <laughs> Hi. It was like the Megan Thee Stallion thing in She-Hulk. Yeah. It's, I don't know. That kind of shit's dumb, in my opinion. It doesn't it feel like they're out of touch with that though? Like it feels like, hey, why are we? Why is Lizzo here? I mean, it, I mean, for me, when it comes to like watching TV shows or movies or anything, I'm all about like immersion. And when you do that kind of stuff, you like literally take yourself out. Yeah, because like you said, you know it's Lizzo. You know it's Jack, Jack Black. Black, Megan The Stallion. What, what else do they kind of do that stuff with? Uh, I know they've done it with Marvel recently. Obviously, you mentioned that. Uh, I think it is Disney. I think Disney's like the main perpetrator of this, bro. Like, yeah. like this isn't the Simpsons, right? When you have like a celebrity cameo, it's like, oh, cool, look, it's the weekend. Yeah. But it's like in Star Wars, bro, when we're in like, that's why I couldn't finish Black Adam, bro. It was when The Rock was just sitting there with his hood and like bald head. I'm like, bro, get the fuck off my screen. Like, seriously. You know what's, uh, um, I got another one. I got a good one. But while you're thinking of that, okay. Uh, he, he So he plays Moff Gideon in The Mandalorian, right? Season one, two, and three. He was all, obviously, he was in Breaking Bad as uh, Gus Fring, you know? When I see him as Moff Gideon, I don't see the actor. 
I see Moff Gideon, right? So there's some people who have been, who are big actors who've played other shows, but they're able to like, I can immerse myself. Like I see Moff Gideon. I don't fucking see Gus Fring. Oh, I don't see, you know. Yeah. But what were you going to say? They did it before with uh, Daniel Craig. They had Daniel Craig as a stormtrooper. And they didn't like show his face or anything. Yeah, you know? I think Tom Hardy was too. I believe. Yeah, so they clearly know how to do it, but but that just means that they're pandering them. You don't want to show those celebrities, but you want to make sure Lizzo's face is fucking plastered everywhere. Yeah, and they're they're That's out of so touch, cringy, bro. I don't know. It is no, it's out of touch, bro. It's out of touch. Like Star Wars fans aren't pop music fans, really. Like that, a lot of your really big, heavy, nerdy Star Wars fans who are paying. To see your movies, paying for your merchandise. They don't give a fuck about Lizzo, bro. And if people actually think that, then I don't know what to tell you. And I'm not even, I won't even argue with you. I won't argue with you. If you think majority of Star Wars fans like Lizzo, I, I'm not going to argue with you. You think that to yourself, bro. And go argue with yourself in the comments. Do what you got to do. I won't, I won't even address it. Like if you for one fucking second think, and it's not just because she's Lizzo, Jack Black too. What are you doing, Jack Black? What is Jack Black doing? He's another actor that you can't really unsee Jack Black. He's like, hey, totally, doobly, yeah, huh? Whenever I hear, see or hear like anything Kevin Hart related, like I just can't. It's just Kevin Hart. Yeah, like, no. You, it's such a waste of a casting, bro. Because when you hire him for voice acting, you literally just hear Kevin Hart. Fuck a voice actor. It's literally just Kevin Hart talking. Well, back in the day, remember when Eminem wanted to play the Riddler? Like, I'm glad they didn't do that because like, bro... I would have saw Eminem the whole time. I would have saw B Rabbit as the Riddler. Like I wouldn't have saw the Riddler. I wouldn't have saw Edward Nigma. I would have literally just been, "Hey yo, hey yo, Bat, you a rat?" Like as I would have a good, you know, um, the Mario movie. Mm -hmm. All of their voice acting, even Jack Black, who we were just fucking clowning on. I I didn't not hear them. The only one I did hear was Seth Rogen. I couldn't get over the fact that it was Seth Rogen. I but thought it was cool though. Like, Chris Pratt, uh, Charlie Day, Day yeah. Anya Taylor Joy, uh, Jack Black, even Fred Armisen, like all the celebrities that they had. And I, I couldn't, I, I could. They did a good job at like masking that. Yeah, and I wasn't sitting there thinking, "Oh, this is Chris Pratt," or "Oh, this is Charlie Day," or "Oh, this is this person." Charlie Day did amazing as Luigi, bro. Yeah, like they did a good job at doing that. Whereas like most projects don't do that. You know, even, John Leguizamo, the, the guy that did Toad. I didn't even know that was him until I saw the credits. Who was Toad? Keegan Michael Key. Oh like wow, the guy that does. Key That's Key. actually cool, bro. Yeah. No, Toad was a gangster in that movie, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm not leaving McQueen's side, dog. And he stood there like a soldier, dog. I was like, hmm. <laughs> you know, John Leguizamo. Mm -hmm. He was talking about how he was mad because of the whole Chris Pratt voice acting, you know, of Mario, and how there was no diversity in the Mario movie. Guess what, John Leguizamo? No diversity in the animated movie. It's a movie about toads and Italian plumbers. And turtles. Hey, it's about turtles. <laughs> right? Do you agree with me on that, bro? He's like, there was no diversity in it. Hey, it's a movie about monkeys and turtles. And Italian plumbers. Bye, John Leguizamo. That shit's cringy too, bro. There's no, no diversity in an anime. It's an animated movie, you fuck. <laughs> 
<laughs> the funny part about that is I guarantee you he didn't even think that. He just knew that if he said those type of buzzwords, like he would get like a bunch of Yeah, people like it on Twitter, like, oh my god, John Leak was on. Yeah, I guarantee you he didn't think that shit. He just said like a bunch of hot words and he knew what he was doing, bro. What a fucking rat. Yeah, he's a little fucking weasel, bro. There's no diversity. Hey, guess what, bro? Bye. <laughs> You know, it was funny. I wanted to bring this up, too, because Warren was talking about how they should have casted a black guy for Donkey Kong. And I was telling Warren, like, absolutely not, bro. Like, you know, that whole the whole press for this movie would have been overshadowed nah, by. Troll, bro. Yeah, I know. He was dead serious, bro. Nah, he said he cast a black guy as a monkey. That's, that's I know. I told him that he said that it was racist. to It was racist to not do it because he's black. He's saying if you don't cast a black guy as Donkey Kong because you're afraid of the optics, that's racist, too. And I was like, bro, but think about it. And he was talking about all the Kongs. I was like, bro, so the whole movie would have been overshadowed with the fact that they casted a bunch of black people as Donkey Kongs. Bro, the whole <laughs> movie. Such a troll, bro. <laughs> I hope he's trolling. Hey, Warren, bro. <laughs> Justin's right. If you weren't trolling me, bro, that's crazy. Because <laughs> when he first said it, I was like, bro, well, we were having a talk about the Mario movie. And I was like, hey, like the movie would have been overshadowed with the fact that like Donkey Kong's played by a black guy. So you want to just cast black people as monkeys now, huh? He's like, Oh, but tell me that wouldn't have been fire. And I was like, yeah, no, for sure. Like if they would have got like a, like a, like a comedic or famous black person to do Donkey Kong, that, that would have been cool. That, that it's a movie. Again, it's an animated movie, but the optics would have been crazy, bro. You know, the whole entire press leading up into this movie, would it just been about how monkey like, black people were casted as monkeys, bro? Yeah. So, but he was dead ass serious saying that he wanted that. And I was like, bro, like, I'm cool with Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, bro. Like, he's <laughs> kind of, but like, I didn't like, I'm a huge fan of Seth Rogen, especially when he does voice acting, but I didn't really like him as Donkey Kong or I didn't like the dad as Cranky Kong either. Oh, you didn't like Cranky he Kong? He was like, like, OD Jewish, bro. And like, I just couldn't not take it seriously. <laughs> yeah. Every single time he, you're going to come into my kingdom and you're gonna fight my son if you want my army you're gonna have to fight my son yeah bro like, they, it was funny it was too funny too during the dinners at like mario's house he's like hey you're gonna hey this guy fucking like they're like hey you fucking you did a little commercial you did a fucking like they're like clowning him he's like hey this guy just fucking chases his dreams dad he's not even the fucking job like they were clowning mario luigi bro and then seth rogan was cool but I just felt like he, they probably could have done better, not recast somebody, but maybe just, he could have just done a better job. And B Bowser, I thought he was going to get Peach, bro. Like when he was singing that song, I was like, bro, there's no way this bitch doesn't take the bait. But I mean, honest to God, like there was people calling it woke too, because Peach was actually like, not just a bitch who stood there and got kidnapped the whole movie. Like they literally said it was woke. I'm actually glad they made Peach that way, bro. Honestly, like we don't need a peach who's like hella like incompetent and like a damsel in distress, bro. That's no, bro. Absolutely not. Just like when Warren said that black people should be casted as the monkeys in this movie. Absolutely not. And I'm actually going to have to put a picture up of Warren right now because people aren't going to know. But like, some people might not know who he is. They might think he's like one of my white friends. No, guys, he's black. Before the pitchforks come out, you know, I mean, put the pitchforks down. He's he's my half black friend. So, but, you know, you can't tell by looking at him, but he's mixed. So. But yeah, uh, the, the Mario movie. Okay, go back to the Mario movie. Like they, we did a podcast episode previously about what I thought the movie would be about. And like, if it did good, the implications, it's like smashing every record, bro. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, 
there was, I saw an article about how uh, somebody from the movie was trying to get Pedro Pascal to play Wario in the next movie. It was Jack Black. Jack Black. And that, I, that's not a... Well, because he just played in Star Wars with them. That's why. That makes a lot of sense because Pedro's the man. Yeah, so that makes sense. Like, they want to set together. You should be Mario. But let's get Lizzo as Daisy. But no, um... <laughs> but hey, <laughs> don't don't give them ideas, bro. They might. Yeah, they might. They make, make Daisy fucking... They race swap Daisy. But no, uh... Wario as I think Pedro Pascal should play Waluigi though you know I don't know about Wario I think for Wario I can't picture him playing any of them well what are they gonna do when like they cast a skinny person as Wario is John Leguizamo gonna come out and say like there's not enough like fat representation is John Leguizamo gonna come out like why didn't you cast a fucking fat Italian guy as Wario you know what else is crazy about that statement it's literally a fucking kids movie bro yeah, you think kids care about diversity? Like my yeah, like like my niece didn't give a fucking flying shit she, that there was she's, diversity she's in it. Seven, bro. She, I guarantee you, she doesn't know what fucking race even is. I'm so glad Avery doesn't, bro. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about what you think about diversity. She just knows that her mommy's brown and her uncle's white, my dog. You know what I mean? So, well, you're kind of a mix between me and Kylie too. So I don't know. What, I don't know if Avery thinks you're white. What do you think Avery's gonna think you are when you when she gets? A little older to talk about that. You, are you white to her or what, dude? Ooh, that's a good so. one. That's a good one, dude. Is dad white or is dad fucking a coffee bean, dude? But. <laughs> <laughs> so the sequel. Like, so We're almost the same. Uh, I don't know. No, you're a little darker than me, I would say, right? No, no I'm, I'm definitely darker than you. I'm talking about Avery. Oh, yeah. Where she's. We're not the same skin color, but it's not too different she kind of reminds me of tiger lily from peter pan bro so but i'm not saying that you're not dark dark as dark as her but no i don't think i am but we're close enough to the point where i don't think that like she would uh, that's gonna be funny if she's like dad are you white <laughs> i called her bro if she calls you white bro will you please tell me <laughs> don't fucking lie either bro don't be like oh no nah, bro she didn't say i was white. no nah. i'll just be like ab do you think your dad's white or what bro but i mean obviously i won't ask her now but the movie was awesome, bro. I actually give it. If we're if if this was if this was a fantastic review, I give. I'm honestly gonna give the movie at least like an eight or a nine, bro. It was a good movie, man. Like it's an animated movie about Mario. I'm not looking at. I'm not looking for this to be the Godfather. This isn't fucking. This isn't fucking like the Oscars where like it's like everything's about diversity and like stuff that isn't about Mario. You know, it's an animated movie about two Italian brothers who are plumbers. And there's turtles and there's toads. Let's just keep it there. And they did. It was an awesome movie. I thought the comedy was good. The nostalgia was good. They hit on all the points. Like the the Rainbow Road scene was fire, bro. Like that was a good ass scene. And like mm-hmm. so, the Jack Black's uh, Peaches song is 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 eligible for an Oscar. I mean, let's let's let imagine performing at the yeah. Can he's probably going to performing that at the Oscars. He's probably going they to. They just have like the lights off and then like just a spotlight comes down on the piano and he's, he's like, just... picture. Yeah, bro, he's going to kill it, dude. He might win. I could see it winning, yeah, that's bro. that's crazy. Can you imagine winning an Oscar? If you're Jack Black, bro, and you win an Oscar, that might be one of the most goat moves ever, dude. What time are we at? Oh, 37. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, this episode could be a little longer. The movie was solid, bro. It... So... He has the official music video that dropped on Lyrical Lemonade, the Cole Bennett channel, 
has almost 9 million views in five days. Oh, really? But Illumination, the movie studio, posted it on their YouTube channel two days ago, and it has almost 6 million. So he has about 15 million views in the past week. Nice. Close, right? That is pretty. Uh, Before we go, I did want to touch on the Harry Potter uh, HBO Max you know, show that they're going to do. I wanted to touch on that if you were cool with that. Which, by the way, they're renaming it to Max. That's garbage. It's so garbage that they're taking HBO out of the name. No one care. No one cares that it's called Max, bro. Is it really just going to be called Max? Yeah, like, they, the fact that they took in... And their stock dropped 6% after, at 6% after yeah, they... Yeah, I think they'll change that, bro. There's no They need to. It Max. needs to be HBO again, bro. Like, HBO is one of the biggest brands of all time. Max. Do you pay for a Max subscription? Imagine, like, buying McDonald's and you change the name McDonald's, bro. Like, are, we, are they that retarded? That's insane. But, yeah, so Harry Potter's getting a series on HBO Max. I'm still calling it HBO Max. I really don't care. So, fucking sue me. But they're going to have a show. Uh, each book will be a season. Which So, that premise is good, right? Like, the books deserve to be fleshed out into a season. Like, that is good. Okay? But the fact that they're remaking the original series... Who asked for that? I'm sorry, but and it's, it just kind of seems like, and I don't have a problem with J.K. Rowling. A lot of people do. I don't. Like, I don't really care. Like, I don't think she's transphobic. I don't think any of that about her. But a lot of people do. And if you like, and a lot of people even thought that if you played the game, you were endangering trans people's lives. Like, I wouldn't take it that far either. Literally, that's insane to think. Um, and you could, but you could have that opinion though. Like if you think she's transphobic and she's not for trans people, like, I'm not going to judge you. Like if you, if you really think that, okay, but I don't think that like, so, you know, but I think a lot of this probably happened because the original cast doesn't really fuck with her anymore. So they probably weren't going to be able to do a sequel series with like, you know, Daniel Radcliffe and are they coming back to do the TV show though? No, the TV show is going to be about. The Sorcerer's Stone through yeah, the Deathly Hallows. I saw that, and I saw that the original cast was coming back. No. It's going to be, look it up, but it's going to be with all new cast members. And I feel bad for those kids. The new kids are going to play the new cast because, like, how do you replace Daniel Radcliffe? How do you replace, you know, any of them, really? Bro, it literally says Harry Potter TV series officially happening at max. Yeah, they're trying to make max a thing. That's it's ass, not going to happen, bro. Stop trying to make max happen. Is coming to the streaming service formerly known as HBO Max. No, they better not. They better revert that shit, bro. That's yeah, so it's, fucking. It's ass, dog. That's so bad. Why? Why are they trying to make Max a thing? I feel like this is Mean Girls, bro. Stop trying to make Fetch happen, dog. But yeah, I, I feel bad for the new cast members, bro. Like they have big shoes to fill. You know, and people were like, "So J.K. Rowling's executive producing? I'm not watching this. Like, I don't think J.K. Rowling cares that like." 2% of our country isn't going to watch the show. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say it that way, but it's just what it is, dude. My main thing is, like, I, I, they could have done, like, a TV show about, like, the making of the houses. They could have done a prequel about leading up into Harry Potter. They could have done a sequel show with new cast members. I mean, they could have done a lot of things. So the fact that they're remaking the original like movies, it's just like, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't know if I'll be excited for it, but you know, HBO is known for making good TV shows though, right? Like with the house of the dragon, game of thrones, like they make banger TV shows. So I wouldn't be surprised if the show ends up being really good. It's just like, there's just, 
there's too much baggage attached to it. I mean, Justin, imagine every week, right? Every episode comes out and it's just everybody online talking about J.K. Rowling. Imagine the episodes are bangers. And it's like, well, I don't care because J.K. Rowling is a trans transphobe. It's like, so why even make this show, bro? If every episode and everything on social media will be about J.K. Rowling and... I I just think that would be annoying as a from a company standpoint. That would just be hella annoying, bro. So, but are are you gonna end up watching it, or do you think you are you'll probably be like, just wait to hear what other people yeah, say? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can't imagine sitting there and watching. I say this to Cole and them a lot. Like seven seasons of fucking Harry Potter, bro. They're probably going to be like hour-long episodes. Yeah. Fucking 10 to 12 episodes. That's just way too much, man. Yeah, that's tonight's episode, guys. Episode 111. Thank you for joining me. If you're joining me from Spotify and Apple and Apple Podcast, again, like I always thank you guys because that's an important platform for us to be on. You guys, check me out on the clips. We do YouTube Shorts, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook Reels. We're everywhere. The Facebook reels are starting to get really good now. Like, you know, view view wise and likewise. Um, slowly, me and Justin are getting there, bro. I'm really proud of what me and Justin were able to accomplish with this podcast so far. Like, we're not like the biggest, but like we're the most we're the most consistent, bro, here in our state for sure. Quality audio wise, just like presence. So we're making it, man. For and there's a lot of people who are joining me on my Facebook, bro. I I have like nine hundred and like forty six followers now. So, you know, if you're joining me from there, like, you guys, like, share, sh keep sharing because this stuff's, I want to be a voice for people, like, I don't want to be like everybody else. I want to give you guys, like, real truthful content that you're not, you don't have to feel like I'm being PC and, like, you're, you can hear from, like, different sides, right? You can hear from, like, somebody who might not, like, you'll hear from a lot of people who hate J.K. Rowling, but like for me, I'm just like, I'm just, I just want to see good television, right? Like I could care, like, like I could care less about like, if J.K. Rowling really was out here, like being like transphobic and killing people and I wouldn't fuck with it. Right. But you said killing people. <laughs> well, no, you know, like how, like they say, like she's killing people, like people's lives are at risk. Like, bro, if that was really happening, I wouldn't fuck with her, bro. But so I want to give you truthful content. Right. I want you guys to be able to to watch what me and Dustin do and be like, oh, like I know I'm getting the truth from these guys. They're funny. Sometimes we talk about scary stuff. Sometimes we talk about super nerdy shit like Star Wars. Like I want it to be like something that you can feel comfortable with. And I don't like using the word safe space because it just sounds like it's just it is a safe space, but like I don't want to be that it's, like, it's a safe space, you know, like everybody get out their bud lights, right? You know what I mean? But <laughs> you know cheers but like you know i drink it and all of a sudden i turn into a rainbow but which i've been hella again i've been hella going off on people this week about that bro like people who are mad that bud light the whole bud light thing i'll literally go in their comment section and be like hey bro i drunk a bud light and turned gay and like they'll like see this is what's happening to america like they'll really believe it like they really think i drank a bud light and turned gay that's so sad bro that's actually super sad that like they're so angry and riled up Right? That like they'll take what I said verbatim and like see it's you're not born yeah, with it. Look, you drink a beer and Yeah, I've yeah, been going on hella conservative people sharing like, hey bro, I just drink a Bud Light and now I'm trans. Like and like and it's and I'm only doing it to like show them how ridiculous they are. Like you are a grown ass adult online talking about Bud Light, bro. 
talking about trans people and Bud Light. Go home, take care of your kids, and drink a different beer then. That's all you got to do, bro. You don't got to go online and rant about Bud Light. Like, either drink a different beer and just, like, I, I know, like, you're capable of more. It's the same thing I said about 6 ix 9 Just go home. Yeah. I hate when people try to, like, hold companies to... I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But, like, you know when, like, people, like, won't eat at Chick-fil-A because, like... They support, like, gay conversion yeah, therapy. Or, like, people or, won't eat at Jimmy John's because their owner hunts... Uh, I was one of those people for a while, but then I ate a sandwich and I was and I got or, turned, I got like, converted, bro. I'm so. not going to drink Bud Light because they have a trans on their... Like, bro, who cares, man? You weren't going to drink Bud Light to begin with, bro. Stop lying. You know what I mean? Like, you weren't over here, like... It's like the J.K. Rowling thing. I'm just going to not watch Harry Potter because... She said some shit you don't agree with. Yeah. I'm just going to not drink this beer because they have a rainbow on the can. Uh, I'm going to not eat at Chick-fil-A because... Nah, so I'm going to miss out on something hella good because you guys are sensitive. Bro. Like, bro. yeah, exactly. Bro. I'm not about to mess out on hella good shit because you guys are sensitive. Yeah. Fuck out of here, bro. So... But yeah, that's tonight's episode, guys. Uh, sorry, I kind of... I like, like uh, What was the other one? Um, Like, the really big one. Uh, Colin Kaepernick and Nike. They're, like, burning their clothes and stuff because... Yeah. That I'm was not really to not soft, wear Nike, bro. Because you guys are that was soft crazy. as fuck, bro. And they called the liberal people soft. They call liberal people yeah. soft, and I don't like liberals, bro. But like, they be doing some soft ass shit, bro. Like, like, they, like I'm like the guy threw up a Bud Light can in the air and shot it. I'm done, and I put his gun down. That was soft, bro. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. call liberals snowflakes, and like, that was some snowflake pussy shit, like for real. Shot your Bud Light out of the air like it was a dove? I'm supposed to be scared now. <laughs> He's like a dove. Bro, I just, I'm just like, bro, like, that was so... Imagine, like, recording that. You're the yeah, person behind the camera recording. Shit, hey, Dad, do good? Yeah, you did good, bro. You shot that Bud Light good, bro. Soft-ass pussy shit, bro. I don't, I'm just crazy, but... And everybody says I, I'm like, always go after liberals. No, we can go after conservatives sometimes, too, bro. Like, they be on some pussy-ass shit sometimes, too, dude, so... It's fucking so crazy how much pussy they act like. So it's crazy. What I'm trying to say is it's crazy how they be calling everybody snowflakes and pussies, but they be doing some pussy ass shit sometimes, bro. And everything's gay to them, but they be doing some gay ass shit too. Like shooting a Bud Light out of the air with your gun is gay as fuck, bro. I'm sorry. It is. It's not, it's like not cool. It is not, it does not make you hard. And I fuck with, I fuck with my red hat brethren, dude. Like, you know, I'm sometimes like, hey, you know what I mean? But, but yeah, until next time, my fellow, fellow friends, peace.